Hi, this is Dan. And this is Joe. And this is Enough Room. So my parents recently moved over from New Zealand. Um, I think COVID has um, made us miss each other, I guess, a mm. lot more. Um, and so they've decided to move across the ditch um, over to Australia. So as many of our Australian listeners would know, uh, one of the first things that I find, found out about Australia and living here when I moved over three years ago was about drop bears. Mm. Yeah. Scary things. So if you're new to Australia or you've just arrived, be on the lookout just mm. in case something falls on you. <laughs> you know, might be a little crazy animal. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Although seeing that it's Australia, the chances of something falling out and trying to kill you is very high. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We've already introduced your parents to many of the dangers. Yeah, yeah. And and obviously it's always interesting um, because they've come over from New Zealand. It's not only like, oh, you know, here's Australia and this is what they do and uh, all of that stuff. It's like, here's Australia, this is what they do, but we obviously do it better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's a bit of that rivalry, I guess. Um, and, you know, as, well... I was born in Fiji, um, but we then moved over to New Zealand. So I consider New Zealand home, basically, my adopted home. And I'm very proud, mm. very proud of being Kiwi. And um, I'm sure a lot of other people Probably as well. Just a little bit too proud. But yes. no, there's never <laughs> such a thing as being too proud. <laughs> um, or is there? And, and again, if you're in this part of the world, you would know... Um, what it's like whenever you're at a All Blacks versus Australia game. Mm. Um, and maybe in your part of the world, I know there's sort of like that rivalry between Canada and the US, for example, mm. or maybe with the UK, you know. Um, we've got a lot of palms as well here in Australia. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know, is there anything wrong with being proud? Part of your heritage yeah. and, and your nationality. Yeah, because, you know, when I, when I like, walk around, I or go to, especially when I'm going to a game, I will have an All Blacks jersey on. So, mm. um, for those who are like, All Blacks, what is he talking about? You may have heard about this sport called rugby. Um, well, down here, there's a very strong rivalry between the All Blacks and um, Australia. Um, I think it just plays on the already existing rivalry that exists between Australia and New Zealand. And so mm. um, when I go to a rugby match between Australia and New Zealand, I will be wearing that All Blacks <laughs> uh, jersey. Um, but yeah, is there anything wrong with me being so proud? I think um, really I think an element of, of pride is actually healthy. And I think that that's, mm. a, that's a good thing. Um, I think it's it's a way that we can acknowledge our our background or acknowledge um, what we stand for, mm. who we support. Um, I think maybe it can be taken too far. I think if people start to get a superiority sort of complex and start yeah. to um, really believe that they are better than someone else, yeah. then I think that's where pride can, um, in, yeah. in that context... Um, I think that's where pride can can really become an issue. Yeah, because I guess uh, as Christians, 
um, pride is the P word. Mm. You know, it's that thing that you you would never want to describe someone in church as proud. Yeah. Because as soon as you say, oh, Daniel, he's such a proud person. Mm. Automatically, there are negative yeah. connotations a lot with of that. Connotations. Yeah, and I, I think it's like one of the seven deadly sins as well. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they are. <laughs> um, Google. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, is why do we have such a negative mm. view on pride? And like you said, you know, uh, well, maybe we can have a look at that. Maybe we can talk about what exactly is, is there such a thing as good pride and bad pride? Like mm. when I think about pride, I automatically think about these verses in the Bible that talk about, you know, the boastful man or the proud person. Mm, and, pride comes before a fall. Yeah. Um, or that very famous verse in Isaiah talking about um, Lucifer, son of the morning, and, um, you know, how he fell because of his pride. Mm. Um, and so maybe I feel like that's where we, mm. as a church, have come to this place where we don't look too kindly on the word pride. And I think it's interesting in, in a lot of those contexts, um, biblical contexts that we just mentioned, it seems like the focus of that pride has always been on someone who feels they are better than others. Mm. Um, someone who wants to put themselves above someone else, yeah. put themselves on a pedestal and sees that they are superior. Yeah. And I think that uh, really just looking at the, I guess, the overarching theme of the Bible mm. and the, the picture of the Bible, the, yeah. um, the I guess, the um, character that Jesus um, exemplifies, mm. you don't see that. You don't see that sort of pride. You yeah. don't see that. Um, it's like it's a, a self-righteous, yeah. self-exaltation sort of vibe going on you see you see jesus sort of encouraging this this idea of humbleness not really you know he never pushed his um i guess his status on people mm. he never boasted he never um i guess used his status in any way to get himself yeah. further ahead in in life and yeah um, it was almost like he didn't even want people to know that he was divine. Mm. He didn't even want people to know that he was God. Yeah. Um, but he, at the same time, he was very clearly, um, you know, a man of his time and a man of, you know, the area he was from because people knew him as the rabbi, one, and two, that he was Jesus from Nazareth. Mm. So there was obviously something about the way he looked, maybe even the way he dressed, the way he spoke, um, that was very clear that he was from Nazareth. You know, again, does that mean he was being prideful? Um, and th there's a reason why we're really digging into this. Um, but I think what I'm the point that I'm trying to make is that there's a difference between, um, and the Bible seems to be making this comparison between someone who is sort of self-righteous and sees themselves as better mm. than everyone else and someone who is humble. Mm. Um, and even when we look back at that verse with um, Lucifer, Satan, um, you know, why did he fall? Mm. Um, 
we do say that it was because he was his heart was filled with pride. But when we actually read that verse, it describes what that looked like. The Bible talks about him being, um, you know, the anointed cherub and um, perfect in beauty and full of wisdom and all of these things. Um, but then when he talks about how his heart was filled with pride, what that actually looked like was Lucifer saying, I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of the assembly. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. So here the Bible is very clear about what type of pride Lucifer had. And it was this, the Bible recognizes that he was beautiful. He was full of wisdom. Again, not necessarily a bad thing, but what Lucifer then did was this thing that I'm going to call self-exaltation, um, where he was now trying to put himself above and seeing himself as better than mm. um, everyone around him. Um, and when we're talking about pride, obviously as members of the LGBTQ plus community, um, we also think about gay pride. Mm. And so in the context of all of this discussion, I think there's a uh, misunderstanding. When a person says gay pride, um, I feel like a lot of people hear that and go, oh, are they saying that gay people are better mm. than us? And I think I think that is certainly a... Um uh, I guess a misconception or, or a fear that people have is is thinking that gay people think they're better. But I think also just in general, as we just discussed, Christians, um, particularly Christians, just have this fear of the word pride and this such a negative, um, a negative connotation that comes with the word pride. And so whether or not they even think about what pride means... I think oftentimes they hear the term gay pride or, um, you know, LGBTQ pride, whatever it may be, and they immediately have these negative ideas and negative connotations and think it's a bad thing because of the word pride without necessarily understanding what it is and, and why it is. When you think about our conversation last week and talking about how much shame there is associated with having a queer identity, being part of the LGBTQ plus community, when you think about how much shame is associated with that, uh, from my perspective, I almost see gay pride or LGBTQ plus pride as being a response to that shame as counteracting that shame because that shame is so deeply embedded in each of us from oftentimes from Christian upbringings, but also even from society. It's getting better, but often those of us who are, um, I guess, old enough now are, are in our, um, you know, mid to late 20s, early to late 30s, you know, those of us who are adults who are out and proud of of who we are, we did we did grow up in a society that still was very reserved and and really held back. And so that shame was embedded in us. 
And so I think now pride is a response to that. And it's something that, that counteracts and balances out that shame so that we for ourselves can start to be comfortable with who we are. So it's not necessarily pride in a, in a boastful, self-exalting sense and suggesting that we as, as gay people, we as the LGBTQ plus community are so much better than everyone else. But rather, it's almost bringing us trying, it's, it's almost us trying to bring ourselves up to the same level as the rest of the world and say, mm-hmm. you know what, we can be proud of who we are, not in a boastful sense, but in the sense that we can finally acknowledge that we don't need to be ashamed. Mm-hmm. We can be comfortable with who we are. We can be happy with who we are and who we are is valid. Mm. And who we are is just as important and um, just as valuable as everyone else around us. Yeah. And and I think it's about, like you said, it's about, it's that aspect of being not ashamed or being unashamed. And so whenever I talk about, um, you know, gay pride, for example, I see it as being confidently unashamed of who I am. And basically, leave living a life of authenticity, um, and that's how I see um, gay pride. And I think even as Christians, we have a huge amount of um, Christian pride. You know, um, we we love talking about Jesus. We love talking about things that Jesus has done in our lives, and we're proud of those things. Is that bad? No, that's great. Um, but I think uh, hopefully that helps us uh, understand that when someone is talking about gay pride, they're not talking about, you know, just because we're gay, we're better. Um, it's being unashamed, just as we are unashamed about Jesus and what he's done in our lives. The same thing, you know, I, I think about uh, this past Sabbath on Saturday and I, decided I was deciding what to wear and I decided to wear my um, lava lava or my Sulu and if you don't know what that is it's sort of like a sarong that uh, island men wear um, to church and to formal occasions and I do love wearing that because I I love that it um, I guess identifies who I am you know as an islander um, but also at the same time um, you know, I, I, I love that it not only helps people recognize who I am and where I'm from and my background, um, but also it just sort of, I don't know, in a way it, it puts it out there that yes, we're from the islands and yes, you know, these are the things that we're interested in. Um, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And, you know, even when I go into church and people see that I'm wearing that, they know exactly what that means. And um, if you ask any Christian person in church, when they see someone from the islands dressed up in that, they'll be like, yes, you know, that's that's a beautiful thing that adds to the church community, that adds to the diversity. Um, and when we look into the book of Revelation, for example, um, when you know, when the Bible is talking about the gospel going to all nations, all tribes, all peoples, we get this image uh, of a very diverse um, heaven. 
And whenever we see that in our churches, we celebrate that as well. Uh, we love seeing a multicultural or multi-ethnic church. Um, and going back to you know our conversation about rugby, um, I love rugby because it celebrates the same diversity, particularly when it comes to the different countries um, who play. Whenever the World Cup comes around and you get to see all of these different countries, all of these different peoples and languages, and for some reason I know the South African uh, national anthem, and that's because I've been watching rugby and every time the South African um, team plays, they play their national anthem and we all recognize it. Um, and we all respect it as well. Um, and so we're all coming to the game of rugby with our different jerseys showing who we are identifying, you know, which team we support. Um, and I would say majority of the people who would go to a rugby game and who enjoy rugby don't think of their teams as being any better than the other team, but rather the reason why they love the game is because of the, di the diversity, the different players, the different skills, um, the different peoples, the different languages that you get to see um, out there on the field. And yes, there might be a few people who obviously think that their teams are better than the other team, but I think when you drill down to it, we all enjoy that diversity we all enjoy the different teams and I, like i was saying when i wear my lava lava to um church um you know the church celebrates that diversity because it adds to the beauty of the community um and so when i think about especially gay pride in the church i do wonder if we look at it as something that adds beauty and diversity to the church or does it cause the opposite and make people question whether or not we are, um, I guess, authentic about being Christian, you know? What does being visibly proud in church look like and what sort of, I guess, feelings and emotions do we often get out of that? And I think, I think you did um, raise a very good point there in terms of how oftentimes um, we can be proud as Christians. Um, you know, Paul talks about not being ashamed of the gospel. And to me, in many ways, as I, as I mentioned before, pride is, I guess you can always say it's the opposite of shame. And so if we are not ashamed of the gospel, then does that mean we are proud of the gospel? And if we're proud of the gospel, then why? Why is it okay to be proud of the gospel? Is it because the gospel is good news? And, and are we proud of the gospel because it is something that is worth sharing, that we believe in, and that it's something that's outside of ourselves? Maybe it's something that we identify with. Maybe we can say we're proud to be Christian at times, and that's something that we identify as. But it's not actually us, if that makes sense. It's 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 something that we identify with, but it's not us. And I think in a, in a, to a certain extent... Maybe that can be related to, um, to you know, gay pride or LGBTQ plus pride because we are proud of what we identify as. We may be proud of how we express ourselves, but we're not necessarily boasting about us as a person. We're not necessarily puffing ourselves up and, and putting ourselves on a pedestal. 
we are simply, um, I guess, acknowledging who we identify as and how we identify and saying that we are happy to identify that way and we are not ashamed to identify that way. Um, and I think in the same sense, if, if we are proud of the gospel, if we are proud to be Christian, if we are proud to be followers of Jesus, it's because of what that stands for. And it, it's not necessarily being proud of us as individuals, but it's being proud of what we, what we promote, what we live by, um, who Jesus is what he stands for and what he has done. Um, and so I think that that's, um, yeah, I guess that's just a, a really important aspect yeah. to, to remember. But, but there are people, especially in the church, who will say, why do you have to put that in my face? Mm. You know, why, why, okay, it's fine that you're gay, but why do you need to be so out about it? Why do you have to hold hands in church? And I think that's, that's sort of the for those who might say look it's okay to be gay but maybe just not so in your face about it you know there there are two sides to it some people would feel like yes it's okay and it's okay to be visibly um yourself whether that be holding hands in church um or it's okay to be gay just keep it at home Mm. you know not out in public. There's nothing special about that. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Enough Room. We'll be dropping another episode in about a week's time. So until then, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Till next time. Bye. Bye.